This is the Going the Distance Podcast. Dude, I'm telling you, when I'm driving a fucking Porsche and living on a yacht, you're gonna be like, oh, I wish I got him in the top guy. You had two picks on two defensive possessions in a row, and you don't win the field position battle? Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? This is a fun show. <laughs> yeah, this is fun. <laughs> All right, everybody, what is up? Welcome in and welcome back to another episode of the Going the Distance podcast. My name is Ryan Bunnell, and alongside me is my co-host, Elijah Spann. It's just us today. We had a couple back-to-back episodes with guests, but this is actually, as we mentioned on uh, Tuesday's episode, this is going to be our last live episode until after Christmas. I'm going to be going out of town for a week, and Elijah and I kind of just decided with Christmas break, it's good for us to get a break as well because we're kind of... You know, just just getting tired as well. Life is getting to us. It's the end of the year. Fatigue, holidays. Yeah, everything like that. So so. we will be taking the week off. But with that being said, enjoy your Christmas break. But for now, we got one more episode. We're going to be hitting some Would You Rather, some Urban Meyer again because he just got fired. Now we got to talk about it. Thursday Mm -hmm. night football is about to take off or kick off in about an hour. Then we got some college football. We're doing a massive, massive bowl game preview with all of our betting picks for just about every game and of course we're going to round it out with some tail or fade just the nfl games because college is so spread out and everything so before we get going though be sure to check us out on social media over at gtd underscore sports other than tiktok we are at gtdsports.com make sure to go on our website gtdsports.com to check out our brit oh my god i don't know word fumbling our kick-ass podcast network there we go that's how it is Four other shows on there, but for now, you're with us tonight. We're live on Twitter, YouTube. I went a little bit out of order than I normally do, but it is what it is. Say la vie. Let's Fine. start with some would you rathers. I'll go ahead and go up first this time. So, so excuse me. My question for you, Elijah, if you – this is more kind of like a hypothetical situation. If you were a potential high-round draft pick in the NFL, like a, a, college, like a senior in college, but your college team – made a new year's six bowl or even a playoff game are you gonna sit out the game for security or are you gonna play with your team one last time well playoff game absolutely not but man with the a new year's six more and more guys seem to be taken off for those um and i don't i don't blame them at first i thought it was bullshit but every time it's the classic example is uh jalen smith i mean he had completely shattered his knee. Um, He only had one good year in the NFL, really, which got him a contract. But uh, because of the knee and the injury of what it was and the nerve damage and regenerating it and all that shit. Uh, So, and he would have been a top five pick if he didn't get injured. And he didn't say, yeah, for sure. So he still, he still ended up getting paid, but you know, there's just a lot more guys who are like, fuck, like if I play this game and I get hurt, like my future's in jeopardy. And I really can't, I really can't fault somebody for doing that, you know? Yeah. So. I, I never get like, I never get, you know, upset with players. I I understand, you know, you have your future, your, you know, financial assets to worry about, you know, your whole career. But I, I agree though with what you said, how if it's a playoff game, like absolutely Hell no. you have to play. Yeah. You literally have to play. But man, if I was like, if somebody told me they're like, "Hey, you're gonna be a first round pick," and we went ten and two, and then the team that I was on, I went to ten and two, and I like missed the playoffs, and they're like, "Hey, you know, you're a top ten pick," 
I'd be like, fuck. Sorry, boys. Even even if it's like the Orange Bowl or Sugar Bowl or something like that, even if it's not in the playoff, because I know they rotate, you know, the big bowls for the playoff. I think so. I think I would have to skip. I, I think I probably if would, I'm, too, if I was if really in that in. situation. Dude, but it would like, also be hard because, like, you know, like the fan base, they count on you, all that. You know, that goes into the college game and everything. Nah, because I think more people are getting okay with it, too. So they get it. But if I was like, if I was like Sam Howe, who's, mm-hmm. you know, f- fringe first round, maybe second round. Probably second a, now. Yeah, probably second now. Um, this I would definitely play because I would be like, this is my time to kind of show off and mm-hmm. have like a more national audience. That's so, a good point, actually. Yeah, if you have like a killer bowl game performance, that can right. really help your draft stock. Yeah, I think because like, I think one of Josh Allen's game, not the bowl game is senior year, but the bowl game is junior year. Um, he fucking had like some crazy throws that like he had like five stupid ass throws that you know we've all seen them. I just don't you know what's like the corner of the end zone toe tap from like at the fifty yard line. You know what I'm talking about? Mm-hmm. That yeah. I think uh, that was at the bowl game his junior year, and that put him on the map, and that pretty much got him drafted. So if I'm yeah, one of those I mean, guys, it was weird yeah. that he went to Wyoming. That was that was weird. Yeah, it was it was weird, but he was wasn't really recruited out of college. Yeah. Um, cold though yeah and uh so yeah if i was one of those guys absolutely but if i'm top 10 already locked in sorry boys yeah no i i I agree i agree with that Mm -hmm. all right what do you got okay so would you rather for the future godfather of your child be jake paul or urban meyer Ooh, that's a tough one Okay, Urban Meyer or Jake Paul? I mean, I'm just going to go regardless of age in this scenario, you know, because, I mean, right. obviously, like, Jake would have much longer of a life to, you know, support your child. But if you die. All right, let's 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 think about this logistically. So Urban Meyer, if he was my child's godfather, and, and you know, this is, of course, if something happens to me, he's, you know, going to be getting grinded on, going to be fucking, he may kick him, you know, because he's been kicking Josh Lambeau. Just thinking that. Yeah, um, you might then just kick the motherfucker. Jake Paul would probably just use him as like a pawn in some sort of massive multimedia scheme or something, or like start drama with his own child or something. He would, he'd definitely make like the first words be like "fuck Conor McGregor" or something. Yeah, he yeah exactly, and like record it. Yeah, if yeah. I had to pick, I would probably say Urban Meyer, just because he like. He at least has a family and he's older. So I'd hope he's like wiser in terms of raising a child. But <laughs> would I want that attached to my kin? No, not not in any way, shape, fashion or form. The money, though. Yes, that would be a nice life for him. You know, <laughs> I'm taking Jake Paul. Really? I'll take Why? Jake Paul over Urban Meyer. Just like, I don't know. I feel like Urban's already got like the his, his own family. He does, I think he treats him like shit because, I mean, he definitely finger banged like co-ed a co-ed yeah um in public so it's not even like he had the decency to do it in private Uh, so he clearly doesn't care and i think most of jake paul is an act i've kind of figured that out yeah i think everybody knows most of it is so some of it is truly him though you know like doing that for so long you like you partially have to become yeah you kind of intake what you create yeah Mm -hmm. but nah i'd take him i'd take i'd take the fake boxer over the fake NFL head coach. <laughs> fake boxer versus fake head coach. I don't know, man. Fucking his boxing credibility is getting up there. 
speaking of Jake Paul, he has a uh, he has a fight this weekend on Saturday. I didn't even realize yeah. it was coming up this fast, but it's Tyrone Woodley part two. It was supposed to be Tommy Fury, but it was actually a real boxer. But now it's going to be uh, Tyrone Woodley again, which I'm not all too upset about. Did I want to see him fight Fury? Yes, that would have been a lot more entertaining in my eyes. But I also want to see Tyrone Woodley get revenge. That's what I, I really want. I don't know. I'm not betting on this fight. I have to. I literally have it. to. Are you just gonna are you gonna double double up on Tyron? I'm literally gonna fade Paul until he loses. I don't just care. Just keep on doubling until he catches that L. The thing is he's probably gonna win this one. Cause I mean, even with or without this whole, you know, boxing shenanigan being scripted, I feel like it's set up to where Jake's gonna win and then fight Tommy Fury again. Like, you know, like once Tommy Fury's healthy and then he can claim that he's fighting an actual boxer. Is it who knows, man? Did you see uh, Woodley got um, he got a tattoo on his middle finger that says "I love Jake Paul" from their last fight? Really, I didn't see that. Yeah, they made like a uh, they made a personal bet outside of their contract on it. Loser had to get a tattoo. Okay, that's fine. But this uh, this year, I saw just yesterday they they put in a five hundred thousand dollar clause for uh, Tyrone Woodley if he knocks Jake Paul out. So he'll get five hundred thousand if he knocks yeah five hundred thousand dollar bonus if he knocks him out on top of like the purse he's already getting, which is a bag multi millions. Yeah, but he's also like forty something years old, so who knows? Yeah, I mean this is probably his last opportunity to chase the bag. So, I mean, for him. Say, I yeah, yeah. I mean, I would. This kind of fell into his lap after Tommy Fury got hurt. Whatever. I'm probably not gonna watch it to be honest. <laughs> What, dude? I gotta I watch know. it, bro. I gotta I watch care. it just for the I don't know the media like pop culture relevancy of it, which I hate though. At the same time, like I hate that Jake Paul has such a grip over the sports world, even though he's really not meant to be there at all. I don't know. It's it's just weird. Mister fucking England is my city himself. Mm-hmm. Do you ever hear that song? No, bro. What? You never listened to Disney Channel Flow or whatever? No. Bro, it was like, uh, I got that Disney Channel Flow with, I don't even know, bro. It was really bad. It was a rap about Disney Channel Flow. Okay. And one of the bars was England is my city, even though England is a, never mind. It's like, that that was like a Vine, you know? It was basically like a Vine reference. Urban Meyer won in England. Uh, what? So let's. I said Urban Meyer just won in England. His only game that he won was in England. So he never won a game in Jacksonville. So his entire NFL tenure, um, he never won a game at home. That's actually so pretty he, nuts. He, he beat Buffalo and he beat the Dolphins in England, which was technically a home game like for the NFL, but it's not really. And the Buffalo um, game was like the biggest fluke ever. Yeah, it was just weird. So yeah, so – does Urban Meyer go down as the worst head coach of all time? I mean, it's hard to say because, I mean, he wasn't even given like a full season. And I know I know the NFL is different than college where, you know, coaches kind of need time to set up their system, get their guys in, set up recruiting, all that. Like I, I get NFL is different in that aspect, but still he was only there for 13 games like with an already dog shit setup, you know, like they were bad when he got there. Like, did they really expect him to turn this around instantly? No, but it's less so about 
the on the field results and more so about the off field. I, that's a that's a fair point. Yeah, like the locker room literally laughed in his face after the fucking finger bang incident, and like because remember he had like the apology, and as soon as he walked out the room, everybody started laughing at him. All the Jazz yeah. players. I feel like that that also was another difference of college in the NFL because like in college, bro, if the team laughed at him, they would be fucked, you know, because he's like he's the head coach, he's the head honcho, he lays the law. Yeah, but in the NFL. They're all grown professionals, like they've you know been there, done that forever. So like, he doesn't have that kind of power over them. Yeah, and well, in college, the thing is that like why college coaches don't really see much in the NFL is because in college they're like, yeah, you have to win this way. This is the way we do it, and you can tell that to eighteen year olds. But when you you know say that to grown men, you know they're just kind of like. I, I've done it this way, so this works too. And I yeah, I was going to brush you off. Um, which is one thing, but he didn't even fail on that level. Like, I mean, just everything fucking just blew up in his face. He got mad at his coaching staff. He got in spats at the owners with the off field situation and that whole controversy midseason. And I, I, I think he and he also went two and eleven and never won a home game. And the fact that Trevor Lawrence has looked like dog shit. And the fact that he was giving touches to Carlos Hyde over James Robinson, who is so much better than Carlos Hyde. Yeah, that's because was him and Carlos most, Hyde are buddies. Yeah, the most ridiculous part of this all, probably. Like, fantasy fantasy relevance aside, like James Harnison James Robinson is a better running back than Carlos Hyde. Yeah, without a doubt. That's just yeah. a fact. Yeah. And he would just and I get it, like if you want to give Hyde some touches to keep Robinson fresh, but he would keep Robinson out of games to give Hyde touches, which just makes no yeah, sense. Yeah, I mean, especially in like the beginning of the season, there were games where Robinson would get like three carries, and you're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, like you know, why? Etienne isn't even there. Right. Because imagine what it would be like with Etienne. I don't know how Urban would have used Etienne. That would have been interesting well, to see. Etienne, too. Etienne was supposed to be like a, a Percy Harvin role at Florida, where he was like a half running back, half wide receiver. He was going to take a lot of snaps at wide receiver. Like Ty Montgomery that one year in Green Bay. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, Or like Cordero Patterson right now. Yeah. That's another good example. So he's going to be that. He's going to be in that role. But who even knows? Because now I don't even know what they're going to do with this guy now that the whole reason, or you know, the previous regime, like head coach vouched for him to be drafted. They don't really – next head coach might not use a guy like that. Yeah, that is that true. Situation. So I guess they'll just have two kick-ass running backs. So I kind of fucked them because they probably could have got – I mean, could they have drafted Tony defender. at 25? Or was Tony drafted – Tony, I think, went like 27 to the Giants. I think he was like late, late first round. That. He was, yeah, he was, like, he was in the bottom half. I know that. I want to say – for some reason, the number 18 is popping in my head, but I don't, I don't know. Fact check, fact check. Number 20 overall pick. Okay. Okay. So they couldn't have got him either yeah. way. Apparently he wanted Kyrie's tone. That's why. That's why I knew that. But I mean, I don't know. There's plenty of, you know, uh, Morg. Morg was still available at that point. I know that. Yeah, Trevon Morg. So he's been doing really know. well for the Raiders. Yeah. So I mean, but you could have picked any number of guys except for running back, which is. The last position you want to pick in the first round, just because you can get him anywhere, and especially like, whenever you already have a starting running back who you got undrafted last year. Yeah, like like literally gift fell into your lap. 
So that was a big oof. And no, but going just, going back oh, yeah. to like what you said about the uh, like the coaches, like all the off field issues too, with like the coaches. I wonder how true that really is, though, because I've heard conflicting stories on the the whole like assistant coaching debacle, where he said that he was you know spouting out about how they've never won anything, their accomplishments, they have to earn their spot, yada yada. But I mean, of course, Urban denied it. So like, but I also haven't heard any like undeniable this is true fact that it happened. But I mean, either way, it's still bad to have that conversation, you know, going around. I believe it. And maybe not, I don't know, maybe that didn't, that's not exactly what happened, but at least as far as certainty goes, some version of that happened. Probably. Yeah. Cause I mean, if you look at uh, the situation, we haven't even mentioned the kicker situation hardly with Josh Lambeau, which might have been the last straw or the tipping point to get him fired because uh, it came out literally like right after Tuesday's podcast um, that Urban Meyer physically kicked Josh Lambeau, the Jaguars kicker, during the preseason and also told him in response, I'm the head coach. I'll kick you whenever the fuck I want. And Lambeau described it as not the hardest kick in the world, but certainly not a love tap. And Urban responded by saying that this whole situation – and description is completely inaccurate, which I got to side with Lambo here. I mean, I believe, I believe that this happened. I'm sure this kind of stuff, cause he's, he could be considered an old school guy. I mean, he's been coaching for a long, long time. And especially with college, like the old school guys, they were kind of like that. So I don't, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. I don't know. It's just bringing me back around to like, I think that this guy's the worst NFL head coach hire. Of all time, like I think it's that bad. And what I mean, because what other what other name could you bring up? I mean, like right now in the NFL, like Nagy is definitely an option. But Nag, I mean, Nagy's nowhere near as disastrous as as Urban. What was uh, Fisher? Steve Fisher. At the end of his career was terrible. Jeff Fisher. Jeff Fisher. Yeah, Jeff Fisher. Yeah, but he had five years. He got the Rams through. I mean, the Rams were basement dwellers before he came along. So he's a decent. He also coached the Titans to a Super Bowl. Um, I mean, the worst he ever went was. I mean, he just kept on going seven and nine. So you know. Let's see. I looked up worst NFL coaches of all time. I did yeah. that oh, too. I think Bobby Petrino is another I'm good one. Just about to say his name. He also only coached thirteen games, and he left them to go to Ar- Left the Falcons to go to Arkansas. Yeah. He's supposed to coach Mike Vick and run like the option game and spread and shit. And then Mike Vick uh, got accused or convicted of dog fighting. So that's how that went. Oh boy. Yeah. Oh, also another one too. Lou Holtz never really panned out in the, uh, in the NFL either. Yeah. That was before our time though. Yeah. That was, I don't remember that at all or I wasn't born. Um, So I, I, I think this might take the cake though. Oh, Hugh without, Jackson. Hugh Jackson. I, Hugh Jackson's definitely one for the yeah. Browns. 0-16 and 1-15. I think that's Urban's biggest competitor right now. Probably, he didn't has yeah. quite the longevity to suck ass as much as Hugh Jackson did. But just <laughs> everything that went around this season, this is just I, I think culminates to the worst head coach, NFL head coach of all time. Yeah, no, I, might, I he's definitely up there. Yeah. That might be a little bit reactionary, but I think I think time will tell. Um, that he is the worst, I think. And I think that every single bad coaching hire or bad coaching tenure is just going to be compared to Urban Meyer. Uh, 
Like, well, uh, at least it wasn't as bad. At least it wasn't Urban Meyer. Like, Freddie yeah. Kitchens two years ago for the Browns, mm-hmm. if this was this year, they'd be like, well, at least it wasn't Urban Meyer bad. Yeah. Fred, like, Freddie, Ki- Freddie Kitchens was bad. He lost the locker room that year, and he got fired in one season. But he wasn't Urban Meyer. Yeah, <laughs> you know he wasn't, I mean? you know, out in the headlines for clubbing and shit. Right. I also feel like to some element, though, Urban has more of a media following than, like, any other coach. In the NFL, arguably. Well, yes and no, just because, like, he is a pretty polarizing figure, like, multiple championship-winning head coach. Is he a three, two at Florida, one at Ohio State? I think so. I could, I don't know I for that, sure, but multiple, right. yes, multiple championships. Um, Just a high-profile guy without – with his fair share of controversies, like, there's the whole – um, I can't remember the assistant head coach's name. I think it was Zach Smith. I can't remember his last name. Um, with the domestic violence and him covering it up. You know, the Cam Newton. Oh, yeah, laptop, I remember that as well. Yeah. Aaron Hernandez killing people while at the University of Florida. Um, Didn't the Pouncy Twins do some shit too while he was Pouncey there? Pouncy Twins were up to some shenanigans. I'm pretty sure one of the Pouncy Twins. I'm pretty sure they were dealing. I don't know about that one. I don't know. Uh, it's something the bad. Pouncies are assholes because one of the Pouncy twins was involved with the whole uh, Miami Dolphins bullying scandal. Yeah, I do remember that with the yeah. like Rich- him and Richie. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So, nah, Urban. Urban like controversy just follows this guy around, but he's been able to stifle most of it because he's won. But mm. he came to Jacksonville and lost a lot which we mostly expected, but he kept on doing all of his bullshit. And so it made it worse. Yeah. And it also is just another point too. It, it really like amplifies the fact that he only got two wins with you. Although the Jags have been bad for a long, long time. I mean, really they have talent. Like we talked about it on Tuesday, but they have talent like Lavishka Chanel, DJ Chark. Those, those aren't bad receivers. James Robinson, being like having Carlos Hyde as your secondary option isn't like the end of the world. That's oh, good. Know? Yeah, like He's they good. have they have some guys. Second one just didn't shouldn't overtake snaps from Robinson. Uh, 100%, it's just the no, 100%. O-line. The O-line is just really bad. I think was yeah. one of the major problems. I would if I was them, I would just spend my first round draft pick on a lineman next year. Especially, you know, you got Lawrence now, you gotta invest in his protection. So yeah, but Urban now uh, yeah. with his contract Hopefully situation. Turn around oh, sorry. I think we're having a go little ahead. bit of delay. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, that's all right. We yeah, yeah, we're good. Uh, with now that now that Urban's fired, though, he had a five-year deal, so his contract was worth around nine million per year. And if they, which is a fat contract, nonetheless, but if they don't win the probable cut, like you know, firing him for probable cause argument. Then they're gonna have a forty million dollar buyout on their hand. Oh, hold up! My buddy Tino just commented. Tino, span the man. Tino Denashua. All right, sorry. Um, what was the question again? It's about Urban's contract. Yeah, I was just talking. So if they don't win, like the probable cause argument with the NFL, and the Jags are gonna owe him a forty million dollar buyout. Oh, he's winning. They're winning the problem. I I think they will too, just because of like all the headline stuff, and especially with the kicking now, that they could literally just use that against them. Yeah, they could do the kicking. They're the the whole because a lot of people are calling for him to be fired after the incident midseason. So 
Nah, I think they'll win that pretty easily. Now, now that I think about it, like from that point of view, maybe the Jaguars straight up, like, kind of not not so much waited for something for this to, like this to happen, but they almost kind of took this, you know, and used it to their advantage because they kind of realized, like, hey, with this kicking thing, we might actually be able to, you know, like prove probable cause, like that we got rid of him rather than just, uh, you know, the fact that he was in the headline for getting twerked on by Coed. Because I mean, you really can't fire him for that. I feel like, yeah, you can. I mean, I don't know. I don't know if you could get probable cause for it though, because he. What was he doing? I think that, so you know, because team rules and everything. Well, it was an embarrassment to the franchise. I mean, I guess, but like, I don't. That's also like his personal life. You know what I mean? Ah, uh, no, nah, I went out in public. I just think that you're you're a public figure. You know, you should learn how to behave yourself in public. So, all right, I, I got a situation then. How about? Fucking, I don't name a random head coach, Mike McCarthy. All right, if Mike McCarthy comes out like publicly as a furry, saying he loves dressing up in furry costumes, going to furry shit, that's an embarrassment to the franchise. Are you gonna fire him? That's a completely different situation, though. That's like that's just like I don't even say kink because it's gone farther than that. But that's like a it's like <laughs> it's a like lifestyle a decision. It's not like that's completely different than him getting fucked up and cheating on his wife. Okay. You know I mean? Publicly, I think that's. I think. I think you're comparing apples to oranges there. Slightly, yes, but I'm just kind of. I'm exaggerating a little bit because I just. I don't know. I just really don't see grounds for nah, you know, I, a private. I, I think the NFL fucking hates this guy. And yes, that is true. And they're just gonna be like, yeah, sure, probable cause for sure. Bang. Goodbye. I mean, either way, Urban's gonna be getting money. I mean, he yeah. already got paid a shit ton. So yeah. Yeah, in conclusion, though, with this whole Urban thing, uh, James Robinson fantasy owners should be jumping with joy, including myself right now. I am, I'm hyped just in time for playoffs. All right. Let's talk about this Chiefs-Chargers uh, games we got going on, though. Oh, let's get it. Finally, an actual good Thursday night football matchup. Feels like it's you, been a while. You know what? Thursday night football hasn't been as bad. It's been entertaining. Like, it's been it's been better this year. It's been a lot better this year, and most of the it's bad has been just reputation. So, yeah, that's kind of true. Well, I feel like the matchups like just haven't been as exciting going into them, but then they turn out to be good games. Like yeah, this, that's true. this one is like a matchup that's really good before the game even starts. Yeah, like everybody's hyped uh, for this. Um, it's. I don't, man, it's it's gonna be a good game. I definitely bet on the Chargers, uh, plus three. I saw I watched Nick Merckx because I was watching. His, I usually put on Nick Merckx like right before, like while I'm doing the outline and stuff. And he put a four thousand dollar bet on Chiefs money line, and immediately I put a unit on the Chargers. <laughs> Bro, see, I on the I'm I'm on the exact opposite spectrum. I think Chiefs minus three is a really really good bet. Yeah, you which... and sixty eight percent of the public. <sighs> yeah, you know, I know, okay, I know, but sometimes the public wins, all right. Sometimes it the happens. public wins. They get they get they get thrown a bone every once in a while. Which speaking of, I don't even think I placed that. I gotta I gotta Do get that, that locked quick. and loaded. I don't know though. I'm also in terms of betting for this one, the over under set at 53 and a half. And I know these teams could put up ridiculous points, but the 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 primetime unders have been hitting at a ridiculous rate. And I kind of mm-hmm. wanna, I don't know. Yeah, and and another 
uh, stat to throw in there is I think divisional games past week 10 or 12, I can't remember exactly, uh, the unders hit a 61% clip. So, shit. I think the unders, the under feels like it's a play. I just wouldn't touch it because, you know, we could get proved wrong. Very yeah, I don't and, I don't want to make two oh two plays and then go oh yeah. and two. That would really be brutal. But the Chiefs might run it a lot. Uh Tino just commented C E H tonight, question mark. And yeah, I think so. Chargers Chargers run D is atrocious, as we all know. And uh, uh they'll probably try and run the ball. Because the Chiefs have been doing trying to do that a little bit more, incorporate that. And if there's a team to try and run the ball against, it's the Chargers. All right, hear me out. So this hit for me on Monday, and I got a feeling it's going to hit again. We're going to cook it up right now live on the podcast. Okay, Mike Williams, first touchdown scorer of the game. At plus 1,000. Decent. Decent odds. I really, really like that. I might ride with you. I think I have to. Mike Williams. I like that because oh, but also Keenan Allen is also plus a thousand. I'm not doing. I like Mike Williams. All right, yeah, fuck it, Mike Williams. I'm gonna do a little ten, ten little dollars right a now. Quick, a quick little tenner. All right, I'm only that? doing that though because I'm up from the Odell touchdown. All right. Anyway, and, and along from our personal degeneracy, in terms of the playoff race, though, this game has pretty big implications right now. The Chiefs are leading the division by one game with the Chargers right behind them. And if the Chargers win, they will then take uh, control of the division with having the tiebreaker, beating the Chiefs twice. And for me personally, my Bengals, we we need the Chiefs to win tonight because the Chiefs win, that puts the Chargers at eight and six and gives us one, one win away from a wild card spot, which, oh my God, the playoff race is just so ridiculously close right now. It's, it's nuts. That's awesome. I mean, it is awesome, but it's fucking stressful. You know, you're all fine and dandy, Mister Nine and Four, leading the division by like three games. Yes, We're sir. over here sweating it out. Like, dude, if I were you, I wouldn't even concentrate on the wild cards until like until two more weeks. Until you, you have to. No, I would say just just focus on what your division does because that's okay. Your that, that's fair. No, because I mean, you're right. Like, you're I only I, one I game back. Looking, yeah, I was looking at the scenario. Or like you know the the playoff standings and everything, and we're technically third in the AFC North behind the Browns, but we play the Browns and play the Ravens, and the Ravens also play the Packers this week. So let's say, who do you play this week? The Broncos, which is that's going to be a close game. That's a, the Broncos are tough. the Broncos are weird, man. I know because they're also seven and six. They're in the same spot as we are in terms of the wild card. But the Browns are playing the Raiders, which at first I was like, "Fuck me, that's a free win," but. Nick Browns Mullins are... is their starting quarterback for the Browns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wait, so, I... so Case Keenum got COVID too? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Like I, I saw Nick Mullins was announced. Bro, what the fuck? Dude, I know oh, everything. God. Like the Raiders went from six and a half point underdogs to three and a half point favorites. God, like what the fuck is going on, bro? There are I'm so gonna... many COVID cases. It's ridiculous. You know what I might do? I might fuck around and bet on the Browns. No, nah, dude, I'm betting on the Raiders. They're in my Taylor fan. We'll get to it in a bit. But, yeah. like, I'm betting on the Raiders. I don't know. I can't. Nick Mullins, bro, I can't put any faith into him. I can't. But, yeah, look, looking at the situation, if we beat the Ravens and beat the Browns, then we win, like, no matter right. what, basically. We just have to beat yeah. those two. 
Yeah, so. focus on the division and what your division does right now. I wouldn't focus on like who's got which wild card spots and what. I, would, I mean, you can, but just don't stress about it. You know what I mean? Is there anything in particular you're uh, you're rooting for for the Cowboys, like their first round matchup or whatnot? I mean, I'd like the buy, but I think that's not going to happen at this point. Yeah, I don't um, think so. I think either Green Bay or Tampa Bay is going to get that. Uh, but no, I just hope Dax. Dak isn't as like Jerry Jones was right because he said Dak's in a little bit of a slump. Um, I think you know he's, he hasn't played his best games since he got back from that calf injury. So I just hope, really, what I hope to see is that. Dak kind of snaps out of it. Defenses can continue to play well. And then Zeke and Pollard get healthy. That's all I want. Yeah, I mean, we could go one seed. One seed is a stretch, but I mean, playoffs are on lock right now. So nothing too bad to worry about. Even if we go, how many games are left? It's week 15. So there's four left. Oh, four games are left. Yeah, even if we have 500 over these two games, as long as we just look okay, like we look like we're on the right track, I'll be okay. I would rather we only drop one and we come in hot with the playoffs and get a better seeding because I'd rather be like the two or three seed and play a shittier wild card team than play like the loser of the of the NFC West in the first round of the wild yeah, card. Yeah, like the Rams would, probably or yeah, the Cardinals. Like, yeah, so which would probably be the Rams right now, but I. I don't know, dude. COVID might be fucking up the Cardinals. Also, D Hop's out for the regular season. Yeah, but it's we either play D Hop or or we either play the Cardinals or the Rams if we're the fourth ranked wild. Yeah, you right now you're you're scheduled against the Rams. If it was to end today. That's disgusting. Yeah, I mean (laughs) it would be a good game, I think, but for you guys, I'm sure you would like favorable wouldn't be a favorable matchup. No. Yeah, because I got the Rams going all the way, baby. Um, I don't think it's yeah, I'd rather though. I'd rather play like the football team or something. Oh well, yeah, no shit. Everybody would rather play the seven, football team. They're seventh seed right now. I feel like they're they're ten who's point the, underdogs against the Eagles. Who's the sixth seed? Well, it's because their first two quarterbacks are out. COVID. Um, yeah, I'm pretty the sure the Niners Niners are the sixth seed. I don't play those guys either. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> shit. The, the Vikings are the eighth. Never know. They could sneak I'd in. Love to play the Vikings. Yeah, or the Eagles if they sneak in over Washington. Nah. Probably not going to happen, though. Yeah, Heineke, Heineke, I think, got hurt. He might have – I can't remember if he got COVID or not. Yeah, I saw that line, and I was like, this is fucky. I'm I'm staying away from that. Yeah, I'm staying away from this COVID-ass game, which really sucks. Yeah, it it is, like, especially at this point in the season. And, like, for playoff, like, fantasy playoffs, you know, that that blows. Unless it wins me the league, then I like it. But yeah, it is true. Unless, yeah, exactly. Unless it's like my opponent that has guys missing. I got three big ones riding on this. All right, let's go ahead and uh, get into our Taylor Faith, though, while we're on the NFL. We're going to do uh, kind of a little bit out of order. We normally end the episode with Taylor Fade, but we have a whole fatty college football preview. So while we're on the NFL, we're going to get through just our typical five picks for the weekend and uh, do our normal Taylor Fade before we go into the bowl game. So Without further ado, I'll go ahead and get it started. My first pick, I already mentioned it, but I'm going to be taking the Raiders minus three and a half at Cleveland because they are starting Nick Mullins at quarterback. There is no further information needed. I'm going to fade. I knew you were going to. I'm going to fade. All right. 
I stayed away from the spread because I had a feeling you were going to make a, a, a pick on this one, which you did. So I'm glad I went with the over under. I'm taking the Patriots at the Colts under 46. This is a little bit lower of a total than I would have expected, which is partially why I'm convinced to take it. Um, Pats, they, their defense is amazing. Colts are a run first team that's going to chew clock. So I think it's a recipe for an under. Um, I'm going to fade. All right. Just, just sometimes it's one of those things you can't, you can't think too much about totals. This one I didn't think at all, which is partially why I'm scared. I, I'm taking the Texans at Jaguars over 39 and a half. My philosophy is that no more urban James Robinson will unleash for the Jags offense. Yeah, I watched Trevor Lawrence just erupt for four touchdowns. Uh, I'm yeah, tail. All Why right. not? That's a low total. It's a super low total. Yeah. All right, this one's also fucky, but I had to take it. It's a lot of points. Give me the Falcons plus nine and a half on the road in San Francisco. Uh, I'm going to tail. All right. I actually have that written down. I should probably get another pick. Oh, um, I didn't realize that. That's on me. All right, and then last but not least on my card, I'm a little bit nervous because of the, the recent COVID cases, and they might have guys out, but – I think they're getting hot right now. They're going to get hot at the right time. Give me Rams minus five and a half versus the Seahawks. I'm going to fade. Um, I do like the Rams to win, but just give me the points with the Seahawks. Divisional game could get tight. Like you said, COVID. Yeah, that's that's the main thing I'm nervous about. So I, I don't knock you for fading that one, but I just feel like the Rams have got to get hot right now. They have to. Right. I'm still mad that I didn't bet on the Rams one in that football. I wanted to, and I just didn't do it. I had him. That was nice. Stupid. Now we just need Mike Williams, bro, and then everything's A-OK. I hope you – if you hit two in a row, dude. Dude, I don't know what I'm going to do if I hit two in a row, bro. I'm <laughs> I'm, I'm going to act up, bro. Yeah, start throwing out some parlays. <laughs> yeah, bro. Yeah. All right, All right um, what you got? Okay, so first up, I got Colts minus two and a half versus the Pats. Pat's win streak has to come has to go away at some point. Why not on the road in Indianapolis versus a, a very determined Colts team? I'm gonna tail this one. Um I, I agree with what you said. The win streak's gotta come to an end, but mostly because I would have thought New England would be favorited in this game after their win streak. So Vegas knows something, Colts are gonna win. Mm-hmm. Um Panthers. This is gross. Panthers plus 10 and a half at the Bills. Panthers plus 10 and a half at the Bills. That is actually disgusting. Is Cam starting? Probably. Pro- I mean, it didn't even fucking matter, honestly. It's, it's not like PJ Walker is any better, but it's gross. It's gross. That is gross. I don't I don't like it's a that. a lot of points, though. Oh, God damn it. I got a hair in my glasses. Ah! <laughs> that was in my mouth. You good there? What's happening? All right, anyway. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, shit, that's hard. I'm gonna you can fade it. I know. I mean, I know. I could fucking fade it. <laughs> I'm just saying. Yeah, I'll really, fade it. I'll you, fade I was it. saying you don't. You really don't like it. It's just gonna remind you. <laughs> I don't like either one. I don't like Bills minus ten and a half either. Like right. That's okay, ugly. So, so I can't take Falcons plus nine and a half. Uh, I'll just do in its place. Um, Dolphins minus ten and a half at Jets. Are Dolphins they, they home. A ten and a half? Nine and a half. Nine and a half. Okay. Versus the Jets. 
Zach Wilson is, I think he's a bust. Um, unfortunately, uh, yeah, that's safe to say. I, I, I think, think it's safe I to think say he, at this point. He might be a bust. Might be a bust. Um, Dolphins by ten though. I mean, the Dolphins have a win streak. To, I'm gonna fade that one. I think that's a lot of fucking points. And okay. I, I hate betting on the Jets though. Yeah, I'm not gonna. I'm just, this is just a fade the Jets situation. That's I did that last week and it worked out, but I don't know. That's exactly. a lot of points. I don't like the Dolphins either. I think they're kind of fake. So you, I right, uh, Green Bay minus five and a half at Ravens. I'm gonna tail that one. I think they're just simply the better team here. No Lamar, easy money. Yeah. Um, and then last up, another gross game. Um, crawling my way back to the Texans. Texans plus four and a half at Jags. Oh, I wish this wasn't four and a half because four and a half is such a fucky number. But I really believe that the Jags are going to get a win this weekend just as like a fuck you to Urban Meyer. So I'm going to fade. I got to go. I'm going with a lot of experts are all over the Texans, though. With the points? Yeah, with the points. Fuck it. I'm going Jags. Damn. I know. I know. Ballsy. All right. So that is that's our typical failure. Taylor Tade, Taylor Fade segment that we normally the end the episode on. What? I said with the NFL, but now we have about 20 college football games to get to. Yeah, huge college slate. Before we go into the actual games, though, I do want to just touch on for a second and get your take on it. I'm sure you saw the Jackson State flip, right? Right. So for those that don't know, the number one recruit in the nation, number two quarterback recruit. Travis Hunter. What? Oh, the cornerback. Yeah, cornerback, yeah. Oh, they said quarter. No, yeah, number one recruit, cornerback. Sorry, maybe the pronunciation didn't come through. Corner as in defense. Uh, Travis Hunter flipped from Florida State to Jackson State on National Signing Day, which he's the first five-star athlete to go to an HBCU, and a lot of people think that the move was tailored by a fat NIL deal, like worth almost seven figures. So what what do you think about this? Do you think he made the right move? I mean, I'm pretty sure. I think I heard that because it's with Barstool, right? That's yeah, he's, he's a Barstool athlete. I heard it was one and a half million. It might, yeah, it might have been more than a million. Yeah. So I mean, fuck, if you'll pay me one and a half million to go hang out with Deion Sanders. Might as well. I mean, I mean, I get that, but also he'll like, transfer, bro. That's what I'm thinking. Transfer. I literally like as soon as I saw him put on that jack that hat with a J on it, my first thought was all right well can't wait to see where he transfers to probably bama i mean probably but at the same time like how do we know or how does he know that they're gonna want him after a year you know playing with the scrubs per se like i i support i support like talent going to smaller schools and like spreading out the blue chip ratio and all that but i just feel like for this case with this kid he had a, a much more direct path to the NFL draft if he went to a power five school, but he went with the money route, which at the end of the day may be the better route. You know, maybe he turns that one and a half million into 50 million, you know, with investments and shit, who knows? Like, but I don't know. I personally would not do that if I was the number one recruit. I probably wouldn't either. But again, like I said, like again, when you're a five-star number two overall recruit, of course, he's probably going to rake out there. Nothing's going to get past him. He'll That's true. Still, yeah. And then he'll probably just be like, "All right, coach, this is a fun year. I'm going to I'm going to go, you know, transfer to a Power Five school. So, <laughs> peace. He or might also, even go back to Florida State because if Mario Cristobal turned things around, 
Or no, he's at Miami. Fuck. Yeah, Miami. Um, now nah, probably not Florida State. Florida State is dire. Uh, they are pretty dire right now. <laughs> maybe you'll. I mean, maybe we'll go somewhere in in Florida or Clemson or Bama or Ohio State or fucking wherever. Yeah, I mean, it's no knows? sweat. You can transfer. I mean, transferring is no big deal. Yeah, especially I mean, in today's day and age. I just one of my main thoughts too was that. Uh, you know, Deion Sanders has been interviewing for other coaching positions all off season. So, like, who's to say that Dion's even going to be there at the end of next season? You know, he he might bounce around as well, go somewhere else because his name's definitely been thrown around the coaching rumors from time to time. But that could, I mean, he could just transfer with them whenever he leaves. But anyway, that was I felt like just big enough. I wanted to get your take on it. Yeah. Um, now, time for the big ass bowl game preview with literally every game so rather than doing this in taylor fade segment elijah and i are going to be giving all of our picks where i think we probably combined have a pick for every game um and we're going to tally it up at the end just straight mano y mano uh one-on-one my picks against elijah's picks and whoever has the best record at the end of bowl season wins so without further ado what taking account by this by game if I don't keep up with this as bowl season goes on, it's going to be an hour of like tracking picks. Oh, I know, dude. I know how it is, bro. Like it, it, it'd be like that. Yeah. Yeah. So let's do it. Um, can you pull up the uh, link that I sent you just to make things easier? Yes, I can indeed. Yeah. Do, do share screen and then you want to take first honors? Oh, I mean, sure. All right. And then we'll just alternate each one. That's how we'll divvy it up. All right, we got to get our little Matt, little screen set up here. All right, there we go. Doing something over here, buddy. How's that in turn? I'll zoom in a little bit. All righty. So this is quite literally just a list of all the bowl games with all of the spreads. So the first bowl game of the 2021-2022 bowl season is the Bahamas Bowl with Toledo and Mississippi State or Middle Tennessee State, sorry, excuse me. And I have kind of a weird pick for this one. I'm not going with the spread or the over-under. I'm going with first half. So I'm going Toledo first half minus six. I think Toledo is the better team. This is a little bit of a mismatch. I feel like Toledo's in the better conference, but that's just me. I'm going to say Middle Tennessee State has a legacy in the Bahamas Bowl. Do they actually? Yeah, they, I've, I'm pretty sure I've seen Middle Tennessee at least. Like, this is probably the third time in the Bombs Bowl. I, I don't pay attention enough to, like, the names of the bowl games, you know? Like, other than the big ones, of course. I don't know. I, I just always watch all the bowl games that I can. And Middle Tennessee State and Bahamas Bowl definitely rings a bell. <laughs> do you have anything for the, mm-hmm. uh, the Cure Bowl, the only other bowl on that day? I do. I have Northern Illinois plus 10. Yeah, I don't, I don't have a pick, but I think if I was going to make a pick, I would agree with you and take Northern Illinois because, you know, they were they went winless last season, and now they won the MAC conference title. So they're kind of having a Cinderella year. Hopefully it can continue. Awesome. Um, and then here, let me write this down. So you took – Doing it old-fashioned style. Okay. All right, get the next one. Louisiana Marshall. 
right, next one, yep. New Orleans Bowl. Oh, damn, I didn't even realize this was in the New Orleans Bowl. That should be kind of like, I don't know, like an advantage to uh, Louisiana there. But I'm going to go – I actually don't have a pick, but now that I look at the spread, I do – I am going to go with Louisiana minus six. Marshall has been disappointing me all year. I've taken – I've probably gone like 0-3 or 0-4 on Marshall bets this year. Even when they win games, they they just don't cover the spread. So give me the Raging Cajun. Yeah, I'm going to tail that. Um, Raging Cajuns all the way. They, I was kind of nervous about them during championship week because they didn't have Billy Napier, but they came out firing. I think they're going to do the same thing, win a bowl game. All right. And the next one, the Los Angeles Bowl, Oregon State and Utah State. This is actually one of my favorite picks. Uh, I'm going to go with Utah State plus seven and a half. They are another Cinderella team that was poised at the bottom of the Mountain West and they won the conference. So they got to continue. Um, yeah, I agree. I'm going to tail that. I also had that written down as one of my picks. What were you about to say? I heard you go like, ah, right when I said it. I was like agreeing with you. Like, oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Um, and then Lending Tree Bowl. Uh, I got Liberty minus eight and a half versus Eastern Michigan. I do as well. Yep. I think Liberty wins that one big. I think that's honestly one of the biggest mismatches of bowl season. All right. Oh, now we got to scroll down a little bit. QL. All right, next up, the Independence Bowl. This one is a little fucky. BYU. I don't have an official pick, but I'm gonna I'll just make a pick for each game. Fuck it. Yeah. So Independence Bowl that's what, BYU. That's what we've been doing. My 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 plan was like you take one, then I take the next one. We each pick. Okay, I got you. Yeah, like, I got you. like since you I just picked the last one, right? Yeah. Okay, so you take that one, then I'll take the New Mexico Bowl, and you'll take okay. it. Okay. So yeah. Independence Bowl, BYU versus UAB. I really don't like either option, so I'm going to go with the over of 54 and a half. Over 54 and a half. I'm going to tail. Same pick. BYU. BYU can can do that, can put it up. I actually have BYU minus seven in this, but um, if you want to take that, you can. No, I'm taking the over. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Sorry. Um, I'll, I'll tail. All right. Oh my god, this is hard to keep track. Um, and then next one, I got Fresno State minus twelve and a half versus Utah. UTEP. The New Mexico Bowl. Yes, sir. Wait, Fresno State minus twelve and a half. I'm actually yes. going to go the opposite. I'm going to take UTEP plus twelve and a half. That line has shifted like a whole two points in the miners' favor. UTEP, they've had like one win over the last three seasons, and this year they made a bowl game. So that's nuts in of itself. Okay. All right, next up is the Boca Raton Bowl. <laughs> that one's just a weird name to me. But Appalachian State versus Western Kentucky. That's a tough one. That's really, really tough because I'm going to go Western Kentucky. Fuck it. Fade. Yeah, that's tough because App State's been playing well, but so is Western Kentucky right before they lost to UTSA in the championship game. But yeah, fuck it. Give me the Hilltoppers. All righty, you're up next. Yes, sir. Myrtle Beach Bowl. Um, This one's gross. Uh, Tulsa and Old Dominion. Tulsa, Old Dominion. What do I have written down here? I think I actually have a pick on this one too. Yeah, I do. I got mine ready. 
I got Tulsa minus nine and a half. All right, I'm right on the opposite. I got Old Dominion plus nine and a half. The Monarchs are a wagon, bro. They started one and six, and now they're six and six, and have covered the last the spread in the last six games. Fuck. Whatever. I'm riding with the pick. <laughs> what? Whatever. Fuck it. I mean, right. Tulsa is definitely the better team. Like they yeah. play better competition by far. True. All right. Next up, on to December twenty first. I got the Frisco Bowl. San Diego State versus UTSA, which is a game I am actually very, very excited about. But I'm going to be taking San Diego State money line at plus 110. I think San Diego State, even though they're slight underdogs, that I think they're the better team. Damn. Uh, yeah, I had San Diego spread, so I'm going to I'm gonna tail. Fuck two and a half points. I think they can win. They're a better yeah. team. Yeah, I think they can win. All right, you're up next. Uh, next, I got Wyoming versus Kent State. I'm going to take Wyoming minus three. I agree. This is one of my favorite bets of the board. I think Wyoming has had a pretty big season in the Mountain West for their standards, especially their preseason expectations. So, yeah, give me the Cowboys. Sure. Okay. All right. Ar- on to the Armed Forces Bowl. This one's taking place in our backyard, quite or my backyard, I guess, here in Austin. Quite literally, I can hear the announcers from outside of my window of this game, but Army versus Missouri, this is a no-brainer to me. I have two picks on this one. I'm taking under 59.5 and and Army minus 3.5. Ooh, I'm going to – are you going to take both these as your official picks? Yes, both of these. Okay, I'm going to tail the under, and I'm going to fade Army minus 3.5. You're going with Missouri? I am. Dude, that's bold. I mean, it is an SEC team against Army, but Army's just, I don't know. Army's had a pretty good season. They just lost to Navy, so they got to be pissed. I'm curious to see uh, the little cheat sheet whenever you're done, too. Oh, my God, dude. (laughs) Um, My wrist was on fire making this. So I got the Gasparilla Bowl, uh, Florida versus UCF. I got UCF plus seven and a half. Florida doesn't care about this game. That's a t- these are some good, good numbers here. I would also agree. I'm going to take UCF plus seven and a half as well. Um, over under is like right on the money though. I don't know what to do with that. Nah, I don't. You know me. I don't touch totals. Yeah, you're not as big on it's, totals. It pissed me off, dude. I, it, I mean, off. it is. It is. I will say it's more frustrating to lose a total bet than it is to lose a spread bet. But also yeah. sometimes with totals, you know, like right away if it's like a nine point first half and you have the over 50 something then you lost like just don't even worry about it right yeah all right next up on to uh oh not not on christmas eve quite yet we got one more the frisco football classic bowl which is a dumb name uh miami ohio versus north texas i'm gonna go with the over here of uh over oh i guess it's what is it here? Oh, it doesn't have it listed, but it's over 54 on my book. Uh, I'm going to tail. I think North Texas puts up a ridiculous amount of points. Yeah. I'm tempted, have... I'm tempted to take UNT spread because they beat UTSA. I have UNT spread. You do? Like, yeah. Do Go ahead and slap it on there. All we right. don't, I mean, we don't have to have like I, nah. you know, the same amount of picks. Nah, it's yeah, let's do it. I mean, this is kind of hectic as is anyway, so <laughs> let's just do it. One of us is going to beat the other, so that's all I need to know. UNT plus three and a half. And you're going to tail that? Yeah, fuck it. I'll tail that, yeah. Okay. 
All right. So for this one, Hawaii Bowl, Memphis versus Hawaii. Hawaii plus three, baby. Is... Hawaii plus three. I'm I'm heavy fading. I'm going Memphis minus three. Wait, hold up. I might have picked Memphis in my she shit. I'm pretty sure the spread has changed from this. I think Memphis are like six point favorites now. Oh, I have Memphis minus three actually. Going we'll go back. with this spread. This is these are like the opening lines, I think. Yeah. All right. I'll I'll tell that and go with Memphis minus three as well. Only thing that makes me nervous is it's Hawaii in the Hawaii Bowl. True, true. That's the only thing. Um, all right, you're up next. Alrighty, the only bowl game of Christmas Day, the Camellia Bowl, which I don't even know if that's how you say it. I hope so. But nonetheless, it's Ball State versus Georgia State. Oh, that's really weird. I don't like that. I don't it's like gross, this. Right? This is really gross. Uh, I'm going to go with Ball State yeah, to I cover. Too. Ball State plus three and a half. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tail that. It's going to be pretty close. We have pretty similar picks, so. Yeah. Um. All, all right. right. Next up. So, Boston College versus – uh, I got BC minus three and a half in the military bowl versus Eastern Carolina. Here, go ahead and like read it out too before you make the pick, just for those that aren't yeah, you know, watching. For audio. So you're going BC? Yeah, versus Eastern Carolina, minus three and a half. I have what do I have here? I'm actually gonna go with the over of 49 and a half as my pick. Okay. Um I'm gonna fade your over your over. And then I'm gonna. Mm, that's t- I'm gonna fade your your Boston College pick. Fuck it. Spice it up a little bit. Change it up. You know. Yeah. Because Eastern Carolina, they're kind of underrated. Like I, I don't know though. But Boston College has also been pretty decent. I don't know. Anyway, <clears throat> next up we got the Quick Lane Bowl, which is Nevada versus Western Michigan. In terms of the spread, Western Michigan are favorited by three and a half. I'm going to go. This is another really tough one. I'm pretty sure. Is Carson Strong playing? That's huge. No? Mm -hmm. Okay, then give me Western Michigan. I'm going to fade. No Carson Strong, no problem. Really? All right. Yep. All right. So WMU minus three and a half. For those wondering what Elijah's doing in between Dude. picks, he's he's like literally quite literally keeping a book, yeah, of, of our picks. Oh my god. It's very stressful. What a trooper. Um, okay, so guaranteed rate bolt. This is probably one of my favorite picks I've got out now. Uh Minnesota versus West Virginia. I've got West Virginia plus four and a half. I also am gonna tail the shit out of that one. I, I love that spread. I can't believe Minnesota's favored. I agree. I don't have anything on the over/under, so. All right, now for there's actually a few bowl games on the 28th. Next up, we got the Liberty Bowl, which is Mississippi State versus Texas Tech. Mississippi State are eight-point favorites. Over/under set at 60. That is really tough. Um, that is really really tough. I I think if I had to make a pick here, I would go with the over of 60. Uh, I'm gonna fade. Fade and go with the. Under. I actually do have a pick. I have Mississippi State minus eight. 
Mississippi State. I would tail that. Okay. I would tail that. If, I, if I'm going on the spread, I would take Mississippi State, but not with a lot of confidence. That's a big spread, shit. Nah, dude, fuck take their ass. <laughs> they, I mean, yeah, kind of. All right. Uh, this is one of my favorite. Another one of my more favorite picks. Holiday Bowl, UCLA versus NC State. I got NC State minus one. I, I missed that one. I honestly didn't even see that one when I was going through the lines. I'm gonna. I don't. I don't like the over under at sixty, but I do like the close spread, and I'll I'll tail that and I'll go NC State. Yes, sir. All right, and then we got the first responder bowl, which is Air Force versus Louisville. Louisville are one and a half point favorites right now. Over under set at fifty four and a half. Oh, that's really tough because Louisville's crazy high scoring and Air Force is crazy low scoring. I'm staying away from that, but I am going to go with Louisville minus one and a half. I'm going to tail. All right. So many games to get through. Shit. Oh, my God. We're about to get some. We're about to get to the better ones, though. Yeah, we're about to get to the juicy shit. Yeah. Okay. Ah, another one of my good bets I'm looking forward to. Birmingham Bowl, Auburn versus Houston. I got Houston's plus three and a half, and I'm taking them plus three and a half. I mean, plus three. Sorry. Nope. No half. I'm going to tail that one, and I'm also going to go with the over of 51 and a half. I'm going to tail that. All right. Yeah, I like Houston because I think Bo Nix is dog water. Bo Nix is transferring. He will not be playing. Oh, even even better. I mean, their backup, his name's like Emery or something. Nah, that's the Florida quarterback, but I know it's oh, yeah. LSU transfer. Um, yeah, he's dog water. Yeah, that, so, I've, I've seen his backup play nah, as well. Fade Auburn until the day I die, honestly. With a comment here that says Vasque Tech, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> All right, next up, I'm. Oh yeah, we already got those picks in. So now we're getting to the juicy bowls. So starting on December 29th, we got the Alamo Bowl, which is Oklahoma versus Oregon. Really, really tough spread. Oklahoma are four and a half point favorites. I don't know what to do with this, but considering Caleb Williams is still playing, I will go with Oklahoma minus four and a half. I'm going to fade. All right. Oh, wait, wait. You said Oklahoma? Oklahoma, yes. Oh, my bad. Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to tail. All right. Yeah. yeah I don't, I just, I just don't trust Oregon to bet on that. No, I don't either. Bob right. Stoops. That's all I need to know. Oh, true. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. Bob Stoops in the bowl game? Easy peasy. Yeah. Okay. This one was tough. It's Cheese Bowl. Cheese Bowl's gotten an upgrade the past couple of years. Tier. It has, um, honestly, ever since TCU was in it. And then, so I'm going to take Clemson minus one. I just think that they just have much more talent than Iowa State does. As much as it hurts me, I think Iowa State's a good team. Um, I'm going to go with the more talented team in Clemson. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tail that one. I, I am tempted to take the under, but also scared because it's less than 50. So Right. All right. And then another – oh, this one I'm really excited for. This is one of my favorite picks. Um, the Pinstripe Bowl, Virginia Tech versus Maryland. I'm not going to be going with the spread or the over-under. In fact, give me Maryland money line minus 110 in a pick em. Or I guess it's minus 115 on this book. Um, I'm going to tail. But yeah, either way, I'm going Maryland money line. Maryland. 
ML. I'm going to tail. Okay. Okay, so SMU versus Virginia. Virginia's minus one. Give me bowl. Virginia minus one. Virginia, interesting. That's going to be a really good game because, like, those – I mean, the over-under 72, they might break that in, like, the first half. I don't know. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, that's tough, though. You're Virginia's Virginia. got a really good quarterback. SMU, no Sunny Dykes. They looked like dog shit the last couple of weeks of the season. Um, that's true. You're right. Yeah, I'll tell that. Give me Virginia yep. as well. That's going to be that. Is the Fenway Bowl new? I don't remember the Fenway Bowl ever being a thing. Sounds new to me. I know they played games. So I guess I'm assuming that um, it's played at Fenway uh, in Boston. I know they played games before in Fenway. I think BC might have done it against a game against Notre Dame. Um, or maybe they've all they played games at Yankee Stadium a couple times, um, but yeah, this this is I think this is new. It'll be interesting if they play it in Fenway. I mean, I know the Cheez It Bowl is in the Diamondback Stadium. Yeah, you're right. You're right. It is. All right. Yeah, but I'm I'm telling Virginia. Now on to the Las Vegas Bowl, which is Wisconsin versus Arizona State. I think this is a really ugly matchup. I don't like. I don't like any of it, but I'm going to be going with Wisconsin minus seven. I'm going to tail. I also have Wisconsin on mine. I just think that Wisconsin is the better team. Um, they've definitely improved from what they were. Their running game is a lot better. I just don't trust Arizona State. Oh, dude, nobody, nobody has scored in the Kansas City. Oh, shit. It's second and ten at the Chargers 16. The Chiefs are in scoring range. Motherfucker. God damn it. No, it's okay, bro. It's okay. This happened on Monday too, and then they threw an interception on the goal line. It's okay. We got, we got, just they just got to force the field goal, bro. They just got to force the field goal. All right. Anyway, though, on to it. Let's get through these last ones. Music City Bowl, Tennessee versus Purdue. I'm gonna be going with Purdue plus three here. Uh yeah, I'm telling that also actually. All right. We seem to agree a lot on on sports betting. Uh, for the most part, yeah. Yeah, I don't want the over under either. That's all I got on that one. Um, Duke's Mayo Bowl, South Carolina versus UNC. I'm taking USC minus seven and a half. I'm gonna go with the over. I'm gonna fade that, and then go with the over fifty eight and a half. I'm gonna tail your over. All right. Yeah, I'm, I'm giving South Carolina to cover the spread. Fuck it. All right, and oh, here we go. On to one of the big boys. We got the Peach Bowl, Pittsburgh versus Michigan State, where the Panthers are three and a half point favorites. That's really tough. And the over under is also really tough. I don't know what to do here, actually. I do. I'll just give you my pick so you don't have to worry about it. Uh, Michigan State plus three and a half. Easy money. I'm gonna fade it. Fuck it. I'm going Pittsburgh. Okay. I'm gonna fade it. That's Mitch tough though. State. Mitch State plus three and a half. Fade. The Tony the Tiger Bowl is up next. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. Legend. Okay. Um Tony the Tiger Bowl. I'm taking Miami minus two and a half. 
against Washington State? Yes, sir. Okay. Miami. Oh, dude, I'm gonna fade. I'm going Washington State. All right. That's what I don't. That's a, I, that's an ugly matchup, honestly. The fact that Miami's in a bowl game and TCU isn't pisses me off. All right. Next up is the Arizona Bowl, which is Boise State versus Central Michigan, also known as the Barstool Sports Bowl. Um, it's their first ever bowl game they've sponsored, so that's going to be an interesting broadcast. Definitely a must-watch game. I'm going to be tuned in for that. So doesn't matter who's playing. It's going to be fun nonetheless. Um, in terms of the spread, though, give me Central Michigan plus 9.5. Ooh, I'm going to fade. All right. That's a big spread. Yeah. Boise is going to cover it. All right. All right. You're up next. Okay. What do we got here? Uh, A&M versus Wake Forest. Wake Forest is plus six and a half in the Tax Slayer Bowl. Give me Texas A&M minus six and a half. Hmm. I'm going to fade that. I'm going to go with Wake Forest. I, right. I think it's also because Calzada's transferring. I don't know if he's playing. So that's something to look out for for AM. Nah, I think they're just a better team. <laughs> All, All right. right. What else? Oh, now the, that's we're oh. in the college football playoff. Let's go, baby. The creme de la creme. All right. First off, this game I'm actually going to. The college football playoff semifinal, Alabama versus Cincinnati. Game one in the Cowboys Stadium, and I can't make any other pick other than Cincinnati plus 13 and a half. Give me the underdogs. I'm fading this one so hard. Fuck you, yeah. non-believer. I am a non-believer. SMH, Sorry. dude. Sorry. Not happening. That. It is, dude. It is. Not happening. I'll be laughing, all right? No, Cincinnati's okay. winning, bro. I'm taking Cincy money line. Fuck it. No, not really. But don't do that. Yeah, not doing that. <laughs> don't do that. <laughs> um, yeah, so this is my favorite pick. I made this pick since the CFP got set. Uh feed me Michigan plus eight. All right, Michigan plus eight against Georgia. I'm I'm also going to heavily, heavily tail that. I think that's a lock. Yeah. Oh, I'm also adding in the under 45. I like that as well. I'm going to fade. All right. Got to spice it up a little bit, you know. But I just think, I don't know, Georgia's de- – I mean, I guess that's what I thought in the in the Georgia-Bama game, and I was right. proved wrong instantly. So, we'll see. All right, though, on to the last few. Uh, no! What? Touchdown. No way. Who was it? Who fucking was it? Michael Burton. All right. Well, no fucking shot. Anybody won. So that makes me feel better. At least it wasn't somebody that I might have picked. I should have took it for the Chargers first touchdown story. I even looked at it. Dude, that's what I always say afterwards. But that's what I thought about for Odell. And then you never know. Okay. You never know. $10 just down the drain. It is what it does. Um, okay. Anyway. Make it back on these bowl games. Let's do it. Uh, Fiesta Bowl, another big boy game. Oklahoma State versus Notre Dame. Notre Dame are one and a half point favorites. This is also one of my favorite picks on the card. Give me Oklahoma State money line plus one twenty. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, 
I'm the tail. I'm the tail. Hesitantly. Yeah. I think Oklahoma State's a better team. Notre Dame always gets exposed in bowl games. This is true. This is true. Plus, they're probably pissed after losing the Big 12 title. Like, they had a playoff spot on lock. Okay. Um, Rose Bowl, Ohio State versus Utah. Give me Utah plus six and a half. Wow, really? Yep. I'm surprised. I thought you'd be the guy to go for Ohio State. I'm fading. I, I'm taking I Ohio State. Been. Okay. I'm going yep. Buckeyes minus six and a half. I just think that Utah is good enough to hang in there and that Ohio State doesn't care about this game as much as Utah does. That is probably true. But also, they could come out with a vengeance after losing to Michigan. It could go either know. way, though. I see both sides of it. I see both sides. Okay. All right, another big one, the Sugar Bowl. This will be a good matchup. Ole Miss versus Baylor. Um, these spread totals are a little bit out of date. This is the updated one. So I'm going to be going with Ole Miss money line minus 110 and the over of 54 and a half. I'm going to tail them both. All right. Over, what was it? 54 and a half? Yeah, 54 and a half. Tail. Tail. Okay. All right. So, Iowa versus Kentucky minus two and a half in the Citrus Bowl. I'm going with Kentucky minus two and a half. I think Iowa's offense is just putrid. And to say the least, Kentucky's defense is somewhat decent. So, yeah, I guess just give me Kentucky. I'm probably not even going to watch this game. Such to high be, energy on that pick. To seems, be honest with you. seems so excited to be making so, that. Cause it's a boring fucking game, Ryan. Uh, no, the Kentucky. <laughs> I'm tailing. Fuck you. I'm, I'm going with Kentucky, too. Actually, I don't know why I said fuck you if I'm tailing. Yeah. It's all love. Um. Okay. What do you got for this Outback Bowl here? Oh, all right. Outback Bowl, Penn State versus Arkansas. Penn State are three-point favorites. I'm actually going with Arkansas plus three. I'm going to fade. All right. I like Penn State. I don't like the over-under at all. 46 is fucky. All right, only one more. Last bowl game. Kansas State versus LSU minus two and a half. Ed Ogeron's last game with the Tigers. Going LSU. Yeah, I mean, you kind of have to. I'm, I'm going to tell that as well. One last time hearing the go Tigers. All right. Damn it, bro. I'm pissed about the Chiefs. I mean, if they cover the spread, I won't be that pissed. But like, Motherfucker, I hope that the Chargers cover the spread. All right, next uh, next primetime game, I'll tail whatever you want for first touchdown score. Probably none of them because I waste money. Doing that. <laughs> it, I mean, yeah, it is. But then when you hit it, bro, it's like the best feeling ever. Yeah, it didn't take you like eight times to hit it. Six, okay, but you know, a win's All a win. Right. Alrighty, though, that is uh, that is what we got for our big ass college football bowl season preview. All of our picks. We uh, I don't know what we're gonna do yet in terms of posting the picks we may do something with that because elijah elijah you want to hold up your little cheat sheet elijah was putting in the work right oh my god damn son all right elijah was was putting in the work got all of our picks down so we'll definitely be sure to uh to track those records and go mono mono head to head 
see how before. that all turns out. What? That's what I had before the show, too. There's those two pages? Yeah. God damn. It's like you're back in college. My roosters. <laughs> all right. All right, either. like we said at the beginning of the episode, we are not going to be having any episode live episodes next week. Uh, we're taking the week off. I'm going to be out of town. So enjoy your break. If you guys are with family, have a good Christmas. And we will be back to talk more sports after that. So, yeah, they love you. See ya.